0: Hey what's up guys? Welcome back to Real Talk and Unfiltered on Bias podcast. My name's Sean Costantino and I'm joined by my co-host Connor Martin. Welcome back everybody. I'm trying to bring some more energy. <laughs> I mean, I was told that my voice is a little loud, or maybe uh, my mic a picks little? up a little bit. Picks up, okay, a lot, but my my mic picks up volume a little bit too much, which I want to address that first and foremost. <laughs> fuck Amazon, fuck Amazon Prime. For for the membership that I pay, and for the five six years that I've been a member, I expect my mic and my pre workout to be here like they said in 2 days 2 days free delivery they said it was arriving by 8 p.m. today they still haven't updated the, sh- the the shipping thing it said it got shipped to some place in jersey i don't want my shit in jersey jersey's fucking stinky and smelly true all right i want that shit out of there and i fucking want it now i want my so is, if i'm loud i apologize it, this might be the last time i'm this loud
1: jg wentworth i want my money and i want it now yeah i want my mic and i don't want it right now 877 cash now Speaking of cash, I mean, the Knicks are eleven and eleven and zero against the spread on this little run they're going on. The New York Knicks are the best team in the NBA. I'm just gonna say
0: it. Hottest team in the uh, NBA. So. Best
1: team in the NBA. They can't Hottest. lose. They will not lose. Julius Randle refuses to let them lose. Forty again last night. RJ Barrett shooting whites out. Derrick Rose playing like prime Derrick Rose. This team's gonna go on a run, Sean. I'm gonna yell it into the mic right now too. This team's going on a run. Give us the Bucks. Give us the Nets. Give us the Sixers. We want all the smoke.
0: What would uh, I think New York City would burn down? I think we talked about this literally when that video came out when they were like everyone was dancing yeah. in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> that was after like a one point win. <laughs> We talked about it back then if if they win or at least get to the Eastern Conference final, New York City will literally be in flames. <laughs> there will be not like but that's the thing, they're like happy riots. That's how New York responds to things. They'll just start breaking shit and going crazy just because their their basketball team's good. Well,
1: like I said it jokingly the other night. I was like, is Julius Randle actually the MVP of the league? I was like, I I don't think it's any doubt. I know I know um I don't remember the name of the coach in Phoenix right now, but I was talking about coach of the year earlier. Like, I think Thibodeau is locked down at this point. Like, they're the four seed. He's going to be the coach of the year at this point. Like, no one expected the Knicks to even be close to 500, let alone being the four seed in the East. But I said it jokingly. I was like, is Julius Randle actually the MVP? I was like, LeBron's been out a lot. Like, Giannis hasn't been. So is Harden. Harden's been out a little bit too. Embiid was playing MVP level, but he was in and out. Like, Harden got traded over midseason, and he's hurt now again. Like, could Julius Randle actually be the MVP?
0: I, I saw <laughs> something, and, and and the thing was, the Knicks really didn't have any expectations this year. I definitely didn't have any for them. And again, like I said, it's one of the major four sports. It's probably the sport I watched the least. Mm-hmm. But everyone was saying, and I was listening to a radio show too, I can't remember who was saying, but if, the, if Julius Randle led the Knicks team to a four or a five seed, he's at least getting one MVP vote. He might not win it just because of the name and the notoriety of of everybody else but he definitely deserves at least one vote.
1: I think it's I think it's fair to say he probably won't win the MVP even though most he might improved, be he might be more deserving most improved definitely. I could yeah. see him making one of those 3 all NBA teams this year. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, Either second or third, yeah. I don't think he'll be first team, but I can definitely see him sneaking into like a second or third team all NBA. I mean, listen to the stat line. Stat so line. far this season He's played 59 games started he's averaging 38 minutes a game which is ridiculous he's played averaging 23.9 points per game 10 and a half rebounds and six assists Mike yeah. that's that's ridiculous and he has the Knicks at the four seed in the Eastern Conference if you would have told me that with how many games do we have left to go I don't even think, it's probably what like a couple right uh, a couple more weeks and then the playoffs. I don't think there's that many games. I don't remember if they're playing a shortened I know they're playing a shortened season. But
0: what they're playing like 72?
1: Uh yeah, I want to say like, it's 72. It's definitely not the full 82. Yeah. But like they're 33 and 27. They're lot they're in the fourth seed by themselves and they've knocked off eight straight wins. Last night in overtime against the Hawks. Like the team won't die. They play defense. I know I talked to some net fans that are like they were talking about, like, oh, blah, 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 we're not worried about the Knicks. Like, if we play them, we'll sweep them or they'll win maybe one game. But now people are like, holy shit, like, they're defending. And they're one of the only teams in the NBA that actually plays like a team. I don't know if you watched a couple years ago before they got Kyrie and KD and all them, but it kind of reminds me of that old uh, Nets team with, like, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert. Like, they were defending, playing well. They were, like, an easy team to root for. They lost to the Sixers in the first round. But, like, no one thought that they were going to have anything that year, and they ended up being, like, a decent team. Kind of reminds me of that. And it makes me think, like, huh, could they be, like, attracting one of the superstars to come? Like, I know Kawhi hasn't signed an extension with the Clippers. Like, that would be a perfect fit. I mean, especially with all the defense and, like, the way that Thibodeau coaches, like... I am getting ahead of myself here. I know. I think it's And the fans I think and the fans
0: coming back too. I think it's just because because me. of the
1: Zion comments the other night like the they were <laughs> he was waiting for someone to ask him about New York and he's like this is my favorite place to play blah blah. He's like uh, I mean other than New Orleans. He had to keep throwing that in there. Obviously, other than New Orleans. We all
0: knew when he got drafted and he didn't want to play in New Orleans. He wanted he, he wanted New the Knicks. Knicks. Like that that yes, would have been Obviously.
1: He wanted the billboard in MSG. He wanted to be the the New York superstar. But like it's just it's got me thinking so high. Like my expectations were so low for this season. My my whole thing this season was all right, I want to see RJ Barrett improve. I want to see Obi Toppin play well and maybe we'll see some of that quickly. Quickly's turning into like one of the better rookies in that draft class, which is mm-hmm. overshadowing the fact that yeah. Obi toppin has been disappointing. And Julius Randle's playing at an M V P level.
0: Thibodeau's got there playing defense and RJ Barrett found girl, a jump shot. Who's that kid um who's that kid on uh, this the Kings, Hal Burton? Yeah, Halliburton, the point guard. He's whoever sick, wanted. right? And yeah. They're, and they're saying that the Knicks could have taken him?
1: Well, they were saying, um, yeah, I, they wanted him at six, or no, it was eight. It was one, I think it was eight that they had to pick. And Halliburton was on the board, and they wanted him to be a shooter. But I wanted him to fall, and he ended up not falling to the Kings. But, like, honestly, quickly
0: at that 23 spot is so much better. That's a steal. Yeah. That's probably the – if they go back and, like, redraft – the, or regrade the draft that's probably like an A oh yeah he well they had him as
1: like a D plus on draft night and Calipari came on and he's like this is what you're
0: gonna get out of this kid
1: he's a stud, a stud. like he earned what he like I remember at Kentucky because my family's big Kentucky fans he got taken out of the lineup early like he wasn't your, starting he was your family's
0: off. Kentucky fans and you're a UNC fan yeah how did that work out well my dad
1: is a uh, UNC fan my like aunt and uh, uncle uh, and all of uh, them on uh, my mom's side uh, are Kentucky yeah. fans but um but, yeah, no, it, he didn't start right away. He was coming off the bench because they had all those freshmen come in and he wasn't playing as well in practice. He earned his spot in the starting rotation back, like, early on in the season and then ended up being, like, regarded as, I guess, a higher first-round pick. But, yeah, no, quickly has I think been that's a huge I just, think that's
0: the thing um, with, like, what you were saying with Cal Parry, too. Like, it's, like, the same thing with football and Sabin. Like, that's why I would trust a player from Alabama, just because he's been through that work ethic. Like, he knows what he's expected of from, like, a top tier coach like Nick Saban's one of the best coaches and like you're you're taking a kid that's come from him and learn from him from three to four years it's like the same thing with uh Calipari like you're getting one of the best or like uh at Duke too yeah he's got the track record I mean like look at all the Kentucky superstars right now I know the Knicks they have they they were
1: calling the the Kentucky Knicks at the beginning of the year with Noel and Randall and quickly Knox and all the Kentucky guys but why go against it? It's like drafting guy, offensive linemen from Alabama. Like You might as well. Yeah. They're going to be pretty good. Um, or wide receivers from Alabama. Yeah, or basically anyone but quarterback from Alabama. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's just super exciting to see the Knicks be in this spot. They're eight in a row. I'm curious to see how far it goes. Let's look at their schedule, see who they have up next. I know they, they beat the Hawks last night. Um, of course, it goes all in the NBA schedule. I fucking hate ESPN. ESPN is the worst <laughs> Yeah, it really their is. Website, their website, their
0: app, their their whole fucking thing. I wish there was someone else that was, like, as good and as wealthy that could, like, compete with them. But
1: It's just so frustrating because, like, you want... They play the Raptors on Saturday, so that's what... And the Raptors are 25-34 and 34 this year. Like, they could keep going. Yeah. I, it's. I mean, I don't think they're going to catch Milwaukee in the three spot, but, like, being in that 4-5 game, can you imagine... If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that the Knicks would be hosting a first round playoff game, game yeah. one, like I would have, like, I would have laughed you off the fucking planet Earth. But now it's no, you it's, probably would have been like you realistic. probably would have
0: justified it because you're a Knicks fan, so you probably be like, oh yeah, you know, I could have seen it, I could see it. There's
1: 12 games left.
0: 12 le- as long as 12 they go games six left and six, season. they'll have they'll have the four spot probably. And like. Uh, Toronto's winnable, they
1: play Phoenix, Chicago, Houston, Memphis, Denver, Phoenix, LA, LA, San Antonio, Charlotte, and Boston. So, like, they're they're not going to win out. Like, no one thinks they're going to win out. But, like, if they maintain this level and they're in that 4-5 game, I don't care whether they're the 4 seed or the 5 seed, get me in that 4-5 game and I feel so much more confident about winning a first-round series. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to go up against the 1 seed at that point. But, like, if you win a series, you're playing with house money. It's ridiculous. People are like, oh, oh. I, I've, I've heard some Knicks fans on the radio be like, uh, this is all stupid, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Why are we even trying to win when we can't win a championship? You should just lose out and try and get Cade Cunningham. And I'm like, no. I'm tired of fucking losing. I'm going a lose my yeah. whole goddamn life with the Knicks. Yeah. The Islanders when I, grow, when I was growing up were really bad. The Mets have always been pretty shitty. The Giants, they gave me my two titles, but
0: they've been horrible the last six, seven years. Like I'm sick and, and fucking thing, tired and of and losing. The thing it. in basketball, the thing in basketball too, which is another reason why I don't like basketball, is that even the worst team, and I know it's a new rule, doesn't even get the first pick. Yeah, well, the, or I the think lottery, that's one of the yeah. dumbest rules. I think that's one of the dumbest rules that could have ever been implemented into a sport. Well, it's just for to, to stop teams from tanking. But I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You can still tank now. You don't need. You can tank, and you know when teams try and tank and fuck up, like the Jets. Like the Jets fucked up and couldn't get Trevor Lawrence. That's so. Funny. That's like. That's like a team fucking up and winning an extra game than you know someone else and having the number two and being like shit we're at two but then the lottery system bumps them from two to one it doesn't it doesn't stop tanking it's just no. a stupid rule. I
1: mean yeah no I I guess it's it just makes it another event it's like how um, we remember Major League Baseball they wanted to put in that fucking thing where they were like. Oh yeah, we're gonna have the better seed pick their opponent in the playoffs. Like, fuck off yeah. that shit. Yeah, it's so stupid. But um, transition. Speaking of baseball, how you feeling, bud? You nervous? What? We don't need to talk about baseball. Are you nervous?
0: Um How is
1: the second best uh, team in New York faring over in the
0: Bronx lately? I, I, um, I'm not like. I actually guess I am kind of nervous right now because I it's would be really too. not the re- the record itself's not like nerve wracking. It's not the record. Like they could be you know, 12 and 11 and be playing as bad as this, and it would still concern me. Nobody's fucking hitting. I mean, Sanchez started off the year really hot. He's in a huge slump. It seems like every, he looks like that little leaguer that's, that's just like that 9, 10-year-old that's just really fat that yeah. only hits home runs. Like, he's just swinging for the fence every single time. It looks like he's not trying to make contact. He's swinging as hard as he can. He's not trying to find his his groove. And, What's crazy about him is, and you might disagree, a lot of my Mets fans disagree. It's not biased. I don't think so, at least. I think Sanchez, when he hits and when he makes contact with the ball, is like one of the best natural hitters in the MLB. And he's just not doing that right now. He's swinging for the fucking fences. Glaber's well, not hitting either. I, 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 what? What Well, about, I was going to uh, say,
1: no, when Gary, I agree with you. When Gary first came up, he was going off oh, the field.
0: He right. was hitting home runs to yeah. the opposite field. And he's, he got pull-happy. like a hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um Glaber's not hitting either and I don't know if you saw last night. Did you see his little dribbler to third? Mm, or no, was not running out the ball, second. right? Dude, he, he didn't run out the ball and, and I think, right? Someone said someone someone said something about like oh the Yankees have so many injuries, they're told to uh, to to ease up on balls like that. If that's the case that's a little bullshit, and I don't even want to fucking hear that. Whether that's from Boone, whether that's from management, that's absolutely ridiculous. You you fucking you know, hustle. You boom. run as hard as you can. We've we've taught we've been taught that since we were five six years old when we were playing baseball. You fucking hustle. You don't do that shit. You especially don't do that shit on the New York Yankees, Yankees on a national television. Well, Those absolute bullshit.
1: Well, that's something that I would be more worried about if I were you. I this is coming from an outsider looking in. Um, if I was a Yankee fan, I wouldn't be nervous about. Single players having like slumps or pitching not fucking figuring it out like it's all gonna even out at some point like they are gonna start hitting they're gonna start scoring runs the pitching is gonna figure it out at some point you have Cole to, to do the rotation it's the it's the arrogance of the front
0: office like did you hear Cashman speak the other day he was talking about I'm trying not how to listen I don't like listening to him or Boone talk well he was talking about how
1: they're not nervous. Um, they're built to win, blah, blah, blah. They, they have this pedigree of winning. And it's they're just really this arrogance like from the – well, that's what I'm saying. It's this arrogance of all the Yankee front office people and, like, the Yankee players have this instilled in them where they they think that they've won things because they put on the pinstripes. They haven't won a fucking thing. This core group – and I'm not even trying yeah. to be critical of the Yankees. Like, no, but they have You're group, right. This core hasn't won shit. They, I know. They're, they're, I mean, the last title was '09. 9 and there is not a single person on that roster from, like, it's it's not even close. Like, you got guys like Judge and Stanton and Glaber and DJ. They're good players, but, like, they're riding off the coattails of the Yankee pinstripes. Like, you have to earn that. And it's like, it's that cliche thing that all these Yankee fans say where they're saying, oh, it's their their Yankee moment. They got to earn their pinstripes. This is where they earn their pinstripes. I don't think a single one of these guys has earned any of their pinstripes except for maybe DJ. That's about it.
0: Yeah. And also, why um, the fuck is Aaron
1: Hicks still batting third? That's another thing I wanted I, to mention.
0: I don't know. I, listen, I, I don't know. If I had the answer for you, I'd tell you, but I really yeah, I, there's, I don't know.
1: There's three things that are pissing me off about the Yankees. It was the arrogance in the front office that we addressed. Aaron Hicks and Brett Gardner both hitting fucking like two or three in the lineup is ridiculous. And then but three. That's the thing. Well, Go ahead. three is why the fuck is David Garcia not on this team?
0: Yeah. Like, they, I think it wasn't Herman that got his, his shit rock last night? Yeah. yeah. I, no, no, no. Wait, he's starting tonight. Is he starting tonight? Um, yeah, starting tonight? Someone got their shit rock last night. Yeah, he's starting tonight. Um, who was it last night? Montgomery? I can't remember. But, no, Montgomery has been, like, the, the one surprising guy that's been pretty good. Well, Tyon's been decent, too, but... They won't let him. It's Kluber. More in five rings. Kluber, it was Kluber last night, Herman um, tonight. But yeah, Herman, dude, Herman, he's a felon and he sucks. I have no idea why he's on the mound. And fuck trading for Baez and Story, like I, I, I proposed before and put up on the Instagram. Like right now, they need a pitcher, and Kluber, four starts, zero for two, Ouellen. five point five point four ERA. Listen, to this four starts, he's only pitched fifteen innings,
1: mm.
0: right? It's you got you're giving a, you're giving four and a third four and two thirds a game. That's not good enough. You can't use your bullpen. You can't exhaust your bullpen every single game like that. Cole's the and only I, one that's been able to get through six. And I hate to
1: say, but that's on Cashman
0: too. Like Cashman yeah.
1: chose Kluber over Tanaka. Okay. They could have easily brought Tanaka and, back. He wanted to
0: come back. And then and then Tyon three starts zero for one again five point four ERA looks fucking similar three and a third innings pitch. So Tyon the same thing about. Four and a third, four and two thirds before they have to go to the bullpen. And that's the thing with the Yankees, too. They have to go to the bullpen, and the bullpen's been doing all right. That's not the biggest concern of mine. But when they can't hit and they get down late in games – and other teams' bullpens are shutting them down, like the Rays. Like when they knock around the Rays in the in the beginning innings, Kevin can't, Cash can't wait to go to his bullpen because he knows that bullpen shuts the the Yankees fucking down. I think the Yankees are like two for twenty something against the Rays bullpen. And it's not even big
1: names that are shutting them down too. It's they're no not, name guys coming out of the bullpen, bullpen for the Rays. They just they just throw shit at the wall and it sticks. But they
0: know how to pitch to the Yankees. Let me ask you. People. Let
1: me ask you this. All of these problems are coming down to roster construction. They're too right-handed. They're too reliant on the power. They didn't do enough to address the rotation. When is it time for Brian Cashman to be on the hot seat? I know it's like taboo for Yankees fans to say because he's built. It can't.
0: It can't. But at some point, you have to take some accountability. Listen, not me personally. Yeah. Me personally. I'm I'm a a fan of a lot of the moves he's mm -hmm. made. I'm not a fan of a bunch of the moves he's made, but just other Yankee fans. You know those Yankee fans that are delusional and everything too? All of the championships that he's brought them and all the big names yeah. that he's brought them. He has like he has like an immunity. He he's immune to everything. You can't, you can't even like It's like, like these races these legendary races.
1: it's like these legendary college coaches that get lifetime contracts.
0: Yeah, he'll get something in like Memorial Park or like he'll get a statue, at Yankee State. when he dies or when he retires or something. He's going to get something. He'll get his like, how, like he'll get his position retired his
1: in the in the yeah. Monument Park and we'll just start calling the yeah. GM something else.
0: Yeah, it's so just he'll be called the Brian Cashman.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just it's fresh. I would be frustrated as a Yankee fan because, like, like I said, like you guys haven't won a, a World Series since 2009. You guys get close every year, but it would yeah. be so fucking frustrating for me. And I can't even say it as a Mets fan. Like, we don't make the playoffs, so like I can't imagine how it is to get so fucking close every year and and not do anything big to change that. I mean, other than going to get they got Cole because they needed a, a starter, yeah. but. They have the same fucking ideas every time. Like, let's throw eight righties, eight power hitting righties out there that fucking strike out a ton, and you're just there's no there's no parity in the lineup. And like, they're playing, there's and no they're one playing that's people at a
0: position too because they have too many people at one position, and then they have the errors, and then they have the mental errors go to the batting, and no one's hitting. I mean, listen, I'm gonna be straight up with you. This team, as much as people want to say it, I don't really think it's that good of like a, that good of a built team. No, it's, really it's not. not. And they have when, you, when your... you get a when you get away from DJ and Judge, you're talking about who Stanton, who's who's been an, a National League MVP, but you know he's a home run hitter. He's gonna give you two forty, two fifty, give you home runs. You got Gary Sanchez, who gave you one solid year, and the past four years he's been sucking. Yeah, like there, you got old ass Brett Gardner. Old, uh, not old ass, but older Aaron Hicks who's not performing. I mean, yeah, that
1: contract that was labeled as a steal when they made it is now looking like it's going to be a dud. The seven for seven. Their starting
0: rotation, their starting rotation might not even be a top 10 rotation in all of MLB. Like, they're not that good of a team. They just had really high expectations because of what they've done the past couple of years and because of their roster. And it could be. It's kind of scary that it's happening this soon because if they don't start picking it up soon, I know it's early. But if they don't start figuring out some things one at a time, because they haven't even figured out anything. Mm. You can't figure out everything at once. They need to figure out one thing at a time, and they haven't even figured out one thing yet.
1: And especially now that we know that the AL East is a little bit better than we thought it was going to be this year. But also, they have... And the Red Sox. The thing that drives me nuts about the Yankees is they have these guys that they could call up to try and plug holes. I was talking about, uh, I heard on the radio the other day, someone bring up the name you probably haven't heard of in a while, Estevan Floreal. In center field. That would be another guy. He's fast. He has speed. That's something this team lacks. They got yeah. Michael King on their roster. They're trying to throw him as an uh, an opener guy. They, don't, they won't let him pitch. They got David Garcia in the minors. They got some of these starters that they could just, hey, we're not playing well right now. Let's give these guys a shot to fucking figure it out. And if they don't, then we can go
0: fix it. Like There is internal fixes they that they like could use. They don't like change. They don't like change. They want to stick with... But, yeah, like- Unless it's changes for like... The better, or for like a, I don't know, like a better reaction, they're not going to do it.
1: It's just they keep making the same, the same mistakes every year and, and expecting the, like, just luck to break their way. But I mean, over the last 10 plus years, it hasn't broken their way. Speaking of that, though, I also wanted to get, I heard a point, um, I don't know if it was on a podcast or a radio station that I heard the other day that made me think back to... Remember I was talking about Michael Brantley would have been a perfect fit for you guys in, yeah. instead yeah. of, like, whoever you have in the outfield right now? Left-handed bat, whatever. Thinking back to that Stanton trade, remember you gave up, like, was it Starling Castro and, like, a couple, like some money and some, like, low-end prospects? When they were selling off, when the Marlins were selling off those big three outfielders, could you imagine if you would have just gotten Yelich instead? No. Yelich would literally be... The perfect fit for the Yankees. Yeah, left-handed bat, swings with power, but he also has like contact to the opposite field. Good He's fielder. a plus plus defender in the outfield. You, you wouldn't put him left field, center, or right. Well, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have Stanton's contract. You also could move Judge to the DH and keep him healthy. Like I, everyone was talking about. Oh, Derek Jeter back in the day when he was giving them Stanton because he was the reigning MVP. Blah blah, blah all that crap. Everyone was like, oh, Jeter got fleeced by the Yankees because he's, like, got a soft spot for him. Derek Jeter's kind of looking like a, like a madman now, like a, like an evil scientist. <laughs> I mean, I heard that, that someone brought up that point the other day, and I was just like, wow, could you imagine? Like, Yelich was an MVP, was it two years ago now in, in Milwaukee? Got, yeah. He got an extension like that. that I don't think was even close to – I mean, it was probably close, but it wasn't as much as Stanton's extension. And it's just like, wow. To think back and imagine, you probably would have had to give up a little bit more. Maybe like a Frazier, or even back then, Andujar was coming off of like a rookie of the year before he got hurt. Yeah, Could have been like a Frazier, an Andujar, one of the pitching prospects. But like, that's something that I wanted to bring up too, just to see your reaction to it. Because that would have been... Whew. Imagine Bat batting third for you right now instead of fucking Aaron Hicks. Yeah, that would <laughs> be, <laughs> be nice. Oh, but... Yeah, no, that's um, that's on the Yankees' point. I mean, I don't have anything to say about the Mets right now. It's they're up and down. They got their shit kicked in last yeah, night. Yeah, it's
0: two, and, and plus they, you have to realize too, they've only played what like twelve games. Yeah, I mean, we got so seven like, of our first fifteen games postponed. So, but yeah, no, I just the only thing I would
1: bring up with that is like the Mets are having some of the same struggles right now. They can't score any runs, except the only difference between them and the Yankees right now is they're pitching better, and they're winning. Most, not most. They're winning more games than they're losing, and they're getting a couple of good breaks based on their defense up until the past two games. So,
0: yeah. I'm not too
1: worried about the Mets right now. Like, obviously, well, the yeah, pitching's
0: doing phenomenal. Well, obviously, yeah. Started I would love pitching. for them
1: to score some more runs, but I did not. Ex- well, actually, I did expect this out of Stroman. I did call that earlier in the year. Yeah, but Taiwan Walker, Taiwan Walker takes. looked decent in his first two starts. He pitched terribly against the Cubs, but I think it, I'm going to chalk it up to the weather early on. Um, I know it's not really an excuse, but. I, I I have really no complaints about the Mets right now. Like you're gonna lose a couple games here and there. They're still tied for first at this point. So,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, you want. So uh, you know uh, you want know what we want to talk about? You know what's in a week? What's in a week? The NFL draft. Really? Is it is it
1: yeah. is it actually happening? Feels like we've been talking about this for fucking years now. The NFL
0: draft it's is God. like the the white whale that we can't pin down. I love it. I honestly might think like. Uh, it's, like, more exciting than some, some weeks in NFL football. Like, if you give me, if, some, if someone's like, I'll give you week three football right now, or, like, the NFL draft, I'd be like, give me the draft. Well, especially with me as a Giants fan, the draft is what we live for now. I, I know. I can't wait to see your reaction. And uh, speaking of that, who, like, let's do it this way. We're going to come out with our mock drafts on, uh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I know you, you're not a fan of doing it, and you don't want to uh, trade. I have a couple of trades in mind. It just takes so um, long. I, I'd rather do it straight long. up. I but. literally did it. I did it in like li- I do it in like one or two minutes, just casually, anyways. But I have like a finalized one. But yeah. um, let's, who do you think the Giants are going to take, and who do you want the Giants to take?
1: You want me to go best case scenario, worst case scenario? Uh, sure. So my cynical part of me, this is I'm going to start with the bad. My cynical part of me thinks that there's going to be three quarterbacks taken in the first top ten picks. Only three. And then all four receivers and Kyle Pitts are going to be off the board, and the Giants are going to be left with, like, Parsons or Kane, one of those guys. And I think they're going to go with, like, either Rousseau or, like, Quiddy Pay at 11 and just massively reach for, like, an edge rusher. <laughs> that's the That's the cynical part of me. That's, like... Worst case scenario, jump off a bridge, so what, like, slice your Dave hand Gettleman open. Likes.
0: Yeah. Dave Gettleman sees this guy, watches his film, and is like, I don't give no, a No, Dave Gettleman doesn't watch film,
1: dude. He doesn't watch film. I'm, he goes to the he goes to the senior bowl, falls in love with like a sixth-round tight end, and takes him in the second round. Like That's what he does. Okay. Um, but that's the cynical part of me. I don't think that's actually going to happen. Um I was all but in on need a
0: de- they don't really need defense that bad. That's not like a glaring. Defense lead. for them, defense would be I complimentary. It, It'd be complimentary because they more of like an offensive line or not like another weapon.
1: Well this these are my two my two points of like my two thought thought points on this. So you could either if Slater's there, you take Slater at eleven, put him at right tackle, and you have your bookend tackles for the next ten plus years, whatever. Um, and then you could even double up and go Slater and then like one of the guards. I'm, I'm. I've been high on either Wyatt Davis or Deontay Brown from Alabama in the second round. Um, you could double up and just literally make sure Daniel Jones does not get knocked down all season. But hearing all of the the talk and all the the talking heads on ESPN and all the Mel Kipers and Todd McShay's talk about how oh Atlanta's looking at a quarterback at four, everyone likes Slater at five, blah blah. blah. I think that multiple of the receivers are going to be there. I don't think Pitts will be there, but I think either a Devontae Smith, a Waddle, one of those Alabama receivers is going to be there. I'm thinking you go with the playmaker, just give them all of the playmakers, give Daniel Jones every fucking opportunity to be good, go offensive line in the second round, take whoever, whatever guard is there, Davis, Brown, one of those inside interior linemen, and then I'm praying to God praying to God. If they don't take Michael Parsons at 11, Chaz Surratt in the third round would be incredible. Mm -hmm. Because I'm looking for that second linebacker. I know they have some late round guys. They got like a Tay Crowder or they had another guy that that filled in a little bit last year that were like six, fifth, sixth, seventh round picks. Um, If you throw like a Chaz Surratt next to Blake Martinez, it rounds out the defense. You already have a Dory Jackson as that corner. Xavier McKinney's going to have a full season. Your secondary is looking good. You you re-signed Williams. You got um, some some filling pieces on the defensive line after Dalvin Tomlinson left. But anything drafting defense at this point is going to be complimentary. So I think you bolster that offensive line in the second, third rounds. And then you take the best available player at 11, whether that's Waddle, whether that's Smith. If somehow Pitts falls. I mean, I just – we talked about this – it was a couple weeks ago now, the, the Galladay signing. It opens up so many fucking windows for the Giants at 11. Like, you don't have Galladay and you don't have that... I know people dispute it, but in my opinion, you don't have that number one receiver. You have to take a playmaker. You have to either try and get whoever's there or you're, you're in a box where you have to take that guy. Now you can go linebacker, you can go edge rusher, you can go offensive lineman, you can take the fucking tight end that's there. Who cares? So that's my thought process on that. So it's either double up on offensive line or take the playmaker.
0: Okay. So I'm going to go – I'm going to say what I think the Giants are going to do too because obviously I'm from New York and like I like to tease the Giant fans when they do stupid things. I was with my friend Max when they took uh, Daniel Jones and he was not very happy. Still, it's just, it's just a fun have, thing to do. I still the scar on my hand from where I split my hand over. <laughs> but I legitimately think – I'm going to – again, with our mock drafts, this is just a, a little teaser. I have them taking Devonta Smith. But – and I think that both him and Waddle are going to be there. I think they're going to fall. I think uh, there's going to be a ton. Then there's going to be five quarterbacks to go in the top. Well, you team. rated
1: Jamar Chase like number five on your list. You don't think he's going to fall? No,
0: no, no, no. Number four. Oh, you want me to? No, no, no. He'll he'll probably be the number one. Um, he'll be the number one receiver going. But I go think to the Dolphins. I just I think Waddle and, and Devonta Smith are just better receivers. That's just me personally. The only thing that scares me about Smith is the weight. Being like 165 or 166, whatever it is. doesn't matter. Look at Tyreek Hill. Look at Marquise Brown. Look at all mm-hmm. these fast guys. And the thing is, like, there's no real physical corners anymore. There's no one really pressing you at the line anymore. That's all these guys are small, too. A lot of zone. Yeah, so I think the Giants are going to, even though Smith's going to be there, uh, I think that Gettleman's just going to fall in love with this guy again. And I think it's, like you said, it's going to be like... um. Quiddy One of the edge rushers, yeah, and I think it's either going to be like Quiddy Pay or like Aziz Ojolari from Georgia. Um, I just think that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to see that he, he signed Galladay, and he's he's going to he's just going to think that like I I don't need the the wide receiver, which would also be stupid too because if they want to do that, they should trade with back. like the Bears or with somebody trade back and have them trade up in front of the Eagles and make sure the Eagles don't get that <laughs> first pick at the wide receiver, even though the Eagles will probably Did mess you? it up and you know. Did you hear why he, he actually got asked the question why he doesn't trade back?
1: Did you hear what he said? Wait, what? Gettleman. No. He had a press conference oh. the other day, and he was asked, like, why haven't you traded back? Like, you've never traded back in the draft. What's, like, the reasoning for that? And he's like, Oh, it's not. Like, in his thick Massachusetts accent, it's not like I, <laughs> not like I didn't try to trade back. Just Nobody wanted to trade. No, nobody <laughs> wanted to trade. I mean, we had trades, and then guys got picked, and then they hung up the phone on me. I didn't know what to say. I was like, you fucking idiot. Uh, he just sounds somebody, like such a fucking I,
0: idiot. I forget who it was. One of the draft analysts or whatever, and was like, "What are the odds uh, Dave Gettleman trades back?" Yeah, so like and said like the sun exploding let me you, tomorrow or something. No, he's like, he's like, you have a better chance of someone making a right turn in a NASCAR race than was, Dave yep. Gettleman <laughs> trades back. Yep, 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 I was yep. like, that's mad funny. Yeah, but. Uh, I think they should tra- uh, draft Smith. I think they should draft him right in front of the Eagles, so the Eagles are forced to take Waddle, or or if they want to take Waddle, whoever they deem is the better wide receiver. But they should take their uh, pick before the Eagles get their pick. Well, that's the other thing that would
1: scare me too. Like the NFC East is so bunched up now. Like the the Cowboys are at ten, the Giants are eleven, the Eagles are now at twelve. Like in the past, I would think that the Giants would get fucked by the Eagles, or not the Eagles, the uh, the Cowboys at ten. Somehow they'd take like whoever we wanted. But this year, like if the Cowboys
0: take a receiver this year at 10 yeah. then Jerry Jones needs to be like blasted into the sun. Yes. <laughs> like, last year, last year they gave up like the most points ever, but the, yeah. then this year if they take a wide receiver, they'll give up the most points ever.
1: It would be the equivalent of the, of the Eagles taking another quarterback. That's yeah. that's what that would be the equivalent of. Um but yeah, what do you think about the Colts this year?
0: The Colts, so they have two glaring needs. They have offensive linemen and they have edge rusher. And I really want them to trade back, like, if I was being realistic, because so are they. Twenty uh, one does it a lot, too. 21? Yeah, they're 21. Yeah. And I would really like them to trade back with either Cleveland, who's at 26, Baltimore, who's at 27, or the Packers, who are at 29. Mm-hmm. I know the Browns want to get another defensive guy. I know the Ravens might want a wide receiver an edge rusher. So they, they trade up right in front of Tennessee, too, and maybe snag, like, Bateman or one of the edge rushers before Tennessee. Yeah. Um, or maybe the Packers finally get Rodgers another weapon, trade up in front of Tennessee and take Bateman or Terrace Marshall before they could do that, too. But um, I really want Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Uh, I really don't think he's going to fall. Is he going to play tackle, uh, tackle or guard? Because I saw he, he play was, was going to swap. Well, that's the thing, too. He could play either, and the Colts are being stupid saying they might uh, push uh, Quentin Nelson out to left tackle. Yeah, don't that's don't really touch, don't touch they, Quentin Nelson. But if they do that, then then uh, Veritech will just slide right in. If not, he can play left tackle. But I know everyone's either really high on him or really low on him just because he didn't have a lot of production in college, and he was my number one uh, defensive lineman, too. Aziz Ojolari, I think he's a beast. Yeah, I saw um, you had him really high. really high. He's a beast. Physically, athletically, he's really good, and I think that uh, he'd be – Really good behind Justin Houston on the line, too. They need somebody like him. They they play a 3 4 2 and he can kind of line up on the edge or play linebacker, too. Mm-hmm. So I'd really like him. Maybe like Jalen f- Phillips or Quiddy Pay, whichever one of them fall. Um, that's pretty much it because there's not a lot like offensive tackles kind of like fade out towards the end of the first round and then they all kind of bunch up together towards the second. And the Colts have an early second, too, so they could get like Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame or Walker Litter from Stanford. But as long as those are the two fir- uh, things that they address, I'm happy with it. They don't have a third-round pick, so that's why I kind of hope that they trade back and maybe get a, a third-round pick because they. I'd like them to get a, a wide receiver too because T.Y. is only going to be back for a year. Uh, that's, they that's really don't have say. a tight end. Yeah, and Michael Pittman's really the only guy that I trust right now. So That was going to be
1: my question for you too. I was going to say, like, Usually – I mean, the I couldn't be talking about two teams on the opposite ends of the spectrum at this point. Like, the Giants and Colts are on a completely different playing field right now. Yeah, like, the Colts 100%. are so much – they're in so much of a better position. Like, they have a number – like, a top-two defense. Exactly. They have they have their offense basically in place with the running backs, some of the offensive yep. linemen. They're, offensive linemen. Just line. getting complimentary pieces. And I'm like, the only thing that the Colts have really been missing is, like, that Marvin Harrison-type receiver. I, I was like, could you see them, like, maybe trying to either trade up to get one of those guys or – I don't know if they have the assets to do that, but i like hoping them that like enough. a Terrace would, Marshall or Bateman is there at twenty one. If like, they
0: were going to do that, I, I think it would go back to trading back. I think they would either trade back late to the first round and take a wide receiver, or they would trade mm-hmm. all, bat out of the first round and, and accumulate another second round pick and probably use that for a wide receiver. Because right now they really need a left, they need a left tackle and an edge rusher. So okay. bad. like those are the those are the two biggest things. If they took a wide receiver. I wouldn't be mad at it, but yeah. it just wouldn't make a lot of sense. See, that's why Especially I was saying like, this wants. would
1: be the year this would be the year to do it too, like with Wentz coming in new. Yeah. Um plus like this draft is in the first like 30, 40 guys, very offensive heavy. There's not very many first, second round yeah. defensive players that you're gonna take besides like interior defensive linemen or like the two corners that are at the top of the draft. So, so if if they were gonna take a receiver, this would be the year to do it. It's deep. I mean like after the big four. Right? Smith, Waddle, Chase? No, big three with Pitts, I guess, if you count him as a receiver. Um, after the big three, you got, like, Terrace Marshall, Rashad Bateman. You got those two guys that I... You could see them falling a little bit because, like, a lot of the teams that are in those, like, 15 to yeah, 25 have range needs. have other needs and also have yeah. decent receivers. So, like, that's a guy that you could get in the late first round, maybe early second round, where you get first round value, like, top, like, mid to... It's to a top-end first-round value at a later pick.
0: So. Yeah, I agree. We'll have more on Monday, though. We'll, we'll go through uh, the first round a little bit more, give a little bit more predictions, uh, and give a little bit of a mock draft, too.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think we have anything else with the draft, right?
0: Next Thursday? Nah. Next Thursday? Yeah. Coming up Thursday, quick. I can't wait. Can't wait. Coming up quick. Um, we're actually yeah. doing a we're doing a Discord draft with uh, Boda with the uh, fantasy football know it all too mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I don't know how that's gonna go. Yeah, that's interesting. So I'm definitely gonna trade back because we're only doing <laughs> three rounds, and I, so I'd only have two picks because they don't have a third round pick. So I'm definitely uh, I know uh, James from Boda's got the Browns. So I'm gonna trade. And I know they have an extra they have an extra third round pick. The Browns. So I might have to uh, <laughs> strike a little deal. I'm gonna trade up to the,
1: to the first pick overall with the Jaguars, when they trade them, Saquon, well, oh, Daniel speaking, Jones, everything. Speaking of,
0: speaking of drafts too, we have our dynasty draft tonight, our veterans were drafting, which again, Connor's not happy about because everyone, he thinks it's a little early, but I wanted to make it like, we almost we had our teams already before this draft. Well, I also I, have no... I didn't want to wait all the way to August. I also I have no like game pretend. plan.
1: Like, I tried to do a mock no, I, and I just don't understand how it works, so.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I wanted to like, I don't know, whatever. I think I, uh, I forgot to put something in the chat.
1: But speaking of draft, I think we both have, for, oh, for Thursday have for draft. Thursday trivia, I'm pretty sure we both have draft trivia this week, right? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, would you like do to you go first? This is, first? No, this you can ask me first. I was going to say, this is first. actually this is developing news. I actually have my trivia question prepared while we're recording this. So that's actually a first. No way. Uh, that's why I wanted you to go first. I wanted to give you the opportunity to show everybody. <laughs> okay, so... We all know that Sean is a a devout Indianapolis Colts fan because of his favorite all-time quarterback, Peyton Manning. He was drafted first overall in 1998. And around that time, there was a big controversy. It was two quarterbacks at the top of the draft. No one really knew who to take. The Colts were back and forth on Ryan Lee for Peyton Manning. Uh, We all know Peyton was out of Tennessee. My question for you Ryan Leaf's second overall pick to the Chargers. What school did Ryan Leaf attend? Oh,
0: my God. That's what I said. Kind of a tough like
1: one, but I think you I might be able like to get it. I
0: as soon as you say it, I'm going to know it, but... I have a hint for you. I also have multiple choice if you'd like that. What, what's the hint going to do? Like, take off half a point? I'm going to tell you the conference. Okay. You want
1: that? You want the hint? Yeah. It's Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever the fuck it was at that point. It says
0: Pac-10, but it was, they're the Pac-12. This, the school is in the Pac-12, so that narrows it down Wasn't to like it, 12 teams. I want to I want to guess because I want to be able to get this. Okay. I, I know it's not Cal. That was my first thought because of all the people. I know it's not Cal, so I'm going to okay. get rid of Cal. I know it's not Stanford. I know it's not Oregon. I'm thinking of two teams, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I
1: genuinely don't think you're going to get it, but go ahead.
0: I'm going to say Washington State. Washington State
1: would be be correct. correct. Yeah. Wow.
0: I thought I got it wrong because of your reaction. If I got it right, (laughs) you're like, no way.
1: I was trying to play it off. That's a good one. I didn't think you were going to get that. Um, Would you have guessed outside of the Pac 12 if I didn't say that?
0: Um,.
1: Like what was your what was your like your first thought when I when I said that I,
0: for whatever reason you I was thinking Cincinnati. I really was thinking like Washington's – I was thinking of red teams I was like Washington mm-hmm. State Cincinnati and like Ohio State just came to my mind yeah they have like, that red. like
1: dark red what solids so that's what two points I don't know if you yes, still sir. I, don't I don't know, know if you're keeping track, track of the points at this point nah, but, yeah that's what I was yeah. gonna say all
0: um, right what do you got for me all right hold on I got to pull up my shirt all right so. You ready? I'm ready. Other than Saquon, obviously. So, disregarding Saquon. Who was the last running back taken in the first round by the Giants? David Wilson. What did you say you cut off?
1: David Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Virginia Tech.
0: Four still running. That's,
1: that's the guy they took. I think he was like 30th or 29th, something like that. 32. Yeah, 32. that was the year they won the Super Bowl. They, they got him last pick in the draft. He was a stud, super fast. Returned kicks, did backflips after every touchdown, and um, yeah, he, he, he uh, tragically—well, he had the same disease. Ironically, dude, he had the same disease as uh, David Wright: spinal stenosis. That's why he had yeah, to retire.
0: That was uh, that was honestly so sad. Like that, that was the reason shame. that it he was so talented too. That
1: derailed that team for like the next four or five years because they had that running back in place. Like they went from Jacobs and Bradshaw to David Wilson, and they had, they had to like spot fill at running back for the next six years. That's why that Saquon pick was so important to me because they were they were running guys out there like Rashad Jennings and um, yeah. who else did they fucking have? Oh god, god I'm I don't running. Know. There's uh, there was an Andre Brown who was like a sixth round pick out of oh, NC State. Andre Williams. Andre Williams is another one from Boston College, third-round pick. I
0: remember him. And
1: then the year before, Saquon, they had Wayne Gallman that was their starter, who didn't play very badly. Um, I actually want to give Wayne Gallman a shout-out. He signed with San Francisco last week for – or yeah, actually so not that, that last week, earlier this week.
0: Just, San Francisco just keep accumulating, like, these running back rooms. Like, you, you can't trust anyone in San Francisco.
1: No, nah, and I'm, I'm happy for Wayne. I don't – I didn't see the, the details in the deal. Um, I would have liked to see him re-sign with us, but he got, like, a one-year deal, so maybe he'll have another prove-it year with, with San Francisco, but – Shout out to Wayne Goldman. He's, he's, he's a beast. Um, but yeah, so both of us got the trivia question on the first try this yeah. time. Impressive. Yeah. That,
0: was, that was a good one.
1: Um, did you want to talk about the number rule real
0: quick? Or? Nah, fuck it. We don't need yeah. to talk about it. NFL, you're allowed to wear single digits in like any position now. So yeah, whatever. whatever. Fuck whatever. that shit. Stupid. Jabril Peppers We not just wear number our. Uh, we can just get into our favorite segment, fan favorite. I forgot
1: to crack my beer into the mic for trivia. I already opened it. I'm, I'm an alcoholic. You can't tell but bang, 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 top five Friday. We're going to
0: have to make a, like a sound clip for that. Yeah, we should, there should be like a, we should make like <laughs> a little cool noise. Yeah. Let's make it, let's make more work for me to edit. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. like a little like sound bite on something that would just hit so, it. So
1: we put out the poll. I, I believe this one got the most votes, um, ever like total for our poll. Ever. I'm talking about like, we got, I think it was like 20, 30 plus votes. Um, we're going to do top five comedy movies, which is just so broad, so it's we're going to miss, obviously, some. So if you guys have any outrage over that, when we, when we put these out, tweet at us, come at us on Instagram, DM Sean telling me stupid. That's fine. We'll take that. Um, I believe, Sean, you have the first pick, because I stole Derek Jeter from you last time and got a lot of slack from my Yankee fan friends. But do you have I mean, your well, your pick?
0: Did you Wait, did you say what it was? yeah the top five? Oh, top, comedy top five comedy movies
1: yeah you see you, you sipping too much smear off over there dude
0: no uh, no i just honestly like it's cutting off a little bit on discord but uh yeah
1: discord whatever
0: i'm um, um I'm, I'm ready yeah. whenever you are i have the first pick
1: yeah you have the first pick so, so make it count
0: all right so i'm gonna go yeah obviously i'm gonna make it count this is a movie that i've watched probably over a hundred times i'm not a big fan of rewatching movies but this is something I, i'll watch endlessly. It was one of the first movies I watched when I was high in high school, and I just absolutely love this movie. It's super bad. It's a good one. Very he, good Seth Rogen was... wrote it with his friends when he was in high school. It's absolutely hysterical. Michael Cera, uh, Jonah Hill, Bill Hader, McLovin. Uh, it, some of the best quotes. I mean, McLovin is just iconic. Movies. Yeah, I mean, dude, they have some of the best quotes. Jonah Hill was the fattest and ugliest curly-haired little freak that you could ever see <laughs> on television. It was hysterical. I loved him. I wish he would go back to that. He was honestly funnier like that.
1: Yeah, no, that was we 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 talked about this off air a little bit, but I was having like almost mental block on comedy movies before. I could only come up with two off the top of my head, and that was one of them. So, um, all right, so Sean goes super bad. So, as you guys know, for for Real Talk Top 5s, we do a snake draft because we're different and weird. Um, so now I have one and two. So I'm going to put, first, I'm going to put the, the other only other movie that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm just going to go Step Brothers. Like, that, that <laughs> oh, was the other all-time me. one. That was the other all-time one that's that's just too, like, that combination. I know they do a All lot right, of That moves. was on, on my to list. Ferrell, so I John C. Riley. Yeah, Step Brothers. That's that's an all time comedy. I mean, you can't get better than that. Don't you put your don't you put your nuts on my drum set? Like. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all right. So for number two, oh, there's a lot of routes I could go here. I'm trying I to really think of like what else. I have a list. So I have a list of twelve here that I came up with, and Overkill. I'm also trying to like. I'm trying to think of like what you wouldn't take, but I think I'm just gonna have to go with. Another one that I watch just every time
0: it's on TV. I'm going to go with The Hangover. Thank God. So. I will say, I do love The Hangover. That's like the first. I watched that in like eighth grade at my friend Nikki's house. And he had like one of those massive like 72-inch. Like it was like Mm – it's not 4K because 4K is now. It was like the – the best quality you would ever get, and I'd never seen a TV like that before. When we watched The Hangover. The it looked, plasma. It like I was there. Yeah, dude, it looked like I was there. I was like, "What the fuck?" This is the craziest thing ever. Yeah, that movie's hysterical. It's a good. You know, I, I, I don't you think it would have been in my top five, but
1: you can't go can't go wrong with Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis, Ed Ed Helms, that whole crew.
0: You got to. They just should have stopped at one though. They shouldn't have continued with it. Yeah, it's like any sequel. I
1: mean, a lot, most it's, of the time, sequels funny. are
0: pretty bad. There's like, it's like a background movie, honestly. The other ones. Like, two and, th- yeah. and three. But Alright, you got two and three now. I, yep, and I'm very happy with these choices. Um, this is another movie, which I absolutely fucking love. I, this is like my forte, because uh, obviously I love smoking, and I love watching <laughs> comedy movies. Um, this is something, I, again, I watched when I was in high school, and it's going to be another Seth Rogen movie with James Franco. It's going to be Pineapple Express. Good one. Very good one. <laughs> I love like oh, that one man. so
1: much, dude. You're forgetting, like, the, the main star on that, too. What's his fucking name? Danny McBride. Danny McBride, Red? <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> Red. Uh, That's a... Oh, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I didn't even have that one on my list, oh, to dude. be honest with I you. Watched that movie, a, I watched that movie. I watched that movie every one. single
0: time it's on. Every single time, of time, you know who's in that too? Johnny Depp's ex-wife that he used to beat the shit out of Amber Heard, the girlfriend back then. Yeah, into. super hot. Oh yeah.
1: All, All right. right, so you so got that was my number two, and Express. then my number
0: three. Again, I'm kind of, you know, I'm going with. Uh... No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to save that one for a little bit later, just in case. So I'm going to go with because this one you might take. I'm going to go with Wedding Crashers. Damn, that Vince was on my Vaughan. list, too. Yeah, that's... Owen a, Wilson. I was
1: trying to find... Bro, yeah, that,
0: that was agree. the... I was deciding just between that and the hangover, because nah, Owen dude, Wilson... Owen crashes oh. is hysterical. Yeah. Ma- Claire's mom made me touch her Hooters. Like, there's
1: some, there's some lines in there that Vince Vaughn throws out there that, that are just so fucking funny. Dude, Vince the Vaughn... The one where he's talking about dude. the, the boob, the mom with the boob. He's like, did, did, yeah. you grab, did you motorboat those things? You motorboat this, yeah. son of a yeah. bitch. Just... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Vince Vaughn. He's so fucking funny. Ugh. Oh, man. That's good. Uh, every um, movie.
0: He's like that sarcastic asshole. I can relate to him a lot. He just kind of gives people shit and just <laughs> doesn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> All right. Um, so now I have, what, three and four? Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going. Oh, this is tough. This is super tough. All right. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go Anchorman. Okay. Anchorman, Will Ferrell. Basically just because of fucking I love lamp. Like <laughs> any anytime I get too drunk and I start like like spouting off shit, I'll just like sit down
0: and just be like I love Lamp. I just love the fight part in that when they're just all like beating the shit all out of the big the competing. They hear one cop siren and they all just book it in different directions. Or like oh, Steve Krell has man. like a grenade or whatever.
1: But also, there's there's a lot of like underrated guys that are like superstar actors that like weren't the main part of that movie. Like Paul Rudd before he I was like Paul Marvel Universe Paul Rudd, yeah. and Steve Carell. Steve Carell was in that too? Yeah. But okay, so I went Anchorman three. Decide between two right now. I'm going twenty one Jump Street four.
0: Okay.
1: Twenty one Jump Street. Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, the original. So fucking funny. It is funny. And like with Rob Riggle in there too. And Brie Larson, early Brie Larson. Yeah. Before she was Brie Larson.
0: I saw that movie. I went with my friends and smoked a bowl on a baseball field. (laughs) Like, super sketchy behind this kid's yard. We got into the movie theaters. I didn't even know, I I didn't order anything because I just didn't feel like talking to anybody. I sat through (laughs) the entire movie, like, just super high, just wishing I had popcorn candy or something, but I just didn't want (laughs) to converse with anybody. Uh, I was almost like, I was almost like um, uh, Jonah Hill and um, Channing Tatum when they were talking to Rob Riggle when they took the drug and they didn't (laughs) know what was going on. That that was me at the Uh, movie theater.
1: I James, James Franco in that too. Or no, was that Dave Franco? That was Dave Dave Franco. Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave. Um, gotcha.
0: All right, all right. So I got, right. these are my last two last, right? two. last two. All right. So I'm pretty happy with my list. Um, I'm going to go with an, an oldie, 1990s uh, Adam Sandler movie that I always grew up watching. Probably mine and my brother's favorite. I'm going to go with Billy Madison. Good one. I'm going back I... to school to prove to daddy I'm not a fool. <laughs> Billy Madison's good. And that was one that I
1: wanted to bring up, too. Like, we did comedy movies now, but we could have done an entire top five on Adam Sandler movies. Oh, like, actually. Like, like, to be fair, like, last night I watched Fifty First First Dates, because it's on Netflix, and that's another fucking classic, too.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. so many Adam Sandler movies. You could do, do you could do five, top, like, top five movies for pretty much all of those, like, actors like that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's a, that's a good one. Billy Madison, four. All right, so this is, what's the last one to round out the list? All right, so, so you kind of brought them up. You were talking about how like Paul Rudd's not really like a star in that movie. I'll tell you where, when he is a star, and when it's absolutely hysterical when McLovin's in it, when Sean William Scott's in it, when he's a role model. And and role yeah, that one was good. That one was. I really, love that really good. movie. Getting arrested. I didn't have that for drinking too much yeah. energy drinks. <laughs> and then the
1: fucking the Renaissance shit at the end, where yep. they dress and then up Sean as William Kiss. Scott teaching the little black kid about boobies. Oh man, Uh, that's that one wasn't in my top five, but that's a really fucking good movie. Um, I love that movie. Oh, this leaves me in a tough spot now too because I have, I have two. There's two that I want to put on the list, but
0: like Will Ferrell's in all these fucking movies. Yeah, I know it's him, Adam Sandler, like Seth Rogen. I think. I think I have to put
1: this one on here just to beat your list. But it's not the one that I want to put on here. I'm
0: going to go with the other. So o- that you're catering towards your yeah. fans?
1: Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going with the other guys. Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell. Okay,
0: see. Eva that Mendes. I had that Eva Mendes my- is,
1: is I- Will Ferrell's wife. As I- his wife.
0: I love that. I love that movie. Other me. guys. I had that on my that's list. That's
1: another one that has some quotes that are just all-time fucking quotes. Like Desk pop.
0: Like yeah. when when
1: was your last death that's something I use in everyday life. Like when was your last desktop? So fucking funny. But you yeah, know. <laughs> I, like, Other I g- like
0: the scene where Mark Wahlberg tries to like uh win his girlfriend back and he comes in the thing, he's like he does he knows how to do all the balleries. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, we used to make fun of the neighborhood fairy. Or or he shot he
1: shot Jeter and the the guy in the thing <laughs> is like you <laughs> should have shot Aaron. Shot <laughs> 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 like some all time quotes in that movie that's that's gonna round mentions? out that's gonna round out my top five but the one that i was thinking of that i wanted to throw in there that i was going to decide on was forgetting sarah marshall with uh oh, jason yeah. siegel and um who else was in that fucking movie uh kristen, kristen bell, bell mila, kunis. mila kunis that movie Russell is Brand. so fucking funny J-
0: yeah. oh god Jonah hill's in that too. Yep. He's the yeah he's the way <laughs> mr mr. Yeah. mr snow do you need any more wine
1: yep 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 that was a really good one um I don't know if you know this one or not. but it's, it's a little bit older. Um, Caddyshack with uh, yeah, of course I have yeah. That's that's a classic. It doesn't really fit like
0: my list, but like Caddyshack is a movie that I'll watch anytime. Like Judge Smalls. I I, uh, I had some honorable mentions. I had Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. obviously Chubbs, Adam Sandler, uh, Shooter McGavin, mm-hmm. the motherfucker. He just pissed me off when I was a little kid. Like I wanted to jump through the TV and beat the shit out of him as a little kid. Um, the Water Boy. American Pie. Um, and then a recent one, I don't know if you've seen it, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates with Adam Devine and Zac Efron. Adam, Adam Devine is low-key funny as fuck. Dude, that movie, I saw it in Cape Cod with my cousin and like a packed theater with a bunch of little kids mm-hmm. and I don't know why there are a bunch of little kids there, but I was laughing my ass off. Well, that Adam was, Devine who's and Zac the... Efron together are hysterical.
1: Anna Kendrick's in there, right?
0: Yeah. I yeah. love Anna Kendrick. Oh. Dude, like, like the, the things where he like Saves her life when like Zac Efron's. Or she, Anna Kendrick's like, you better not let her die. She's my best friend. And she's like, don't let her die. He goes, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Both of you, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that one's and Dad good. gives him. Dad gives him the old tomato. <laughs> These are the ultimatum.
1: Um, have you seen? I love that have movie. you seen Office Space from like the nineties? No. That's uh, Ron Livingston. Jennifer Aniston's in that. It's the dude who like burns down his office, and he's like. Sure. He's like stole my stapler, like the it's, it's a it's an older movie, like a Comedy Central type movie. That's the one where they, they take the, the fact machine out into the fucking thing and they beat the shit out of it to damn it feels good to be a gangster. That's that's like a like a late nineties movie. That's a good one. Um and then there was one more that I'm missing that I couldn't think of. What was the other one that did you mention that movie? I don't know. But no, like I feel really good about my list. I think this is gonna be I feel good about my. List. I think this is gonna be the toughest one to, to vote on, just because it was such a broad category. Like, yeah, both of our lists were gonna be really good, and there were gonna be a lot that we left off, just because it was so broad. But like, yeah, I. Well, we always get we always get like,
0: yeah. why would you fucking leave this person off? Yeah. I that's why up, I had, a list. this was like the only one that was acceptable to put honorable mentions on there. We <laughs> should have somebody, we should have like a, a dueling top five one time, have them on and shit on their list, <laughs> let them see how it feels. Well, I said that we were going to do, what was it, Mount
1: Rushmore of Adam Sandler movies? Yeah. Top four. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, we're going to throw those lists on there. Like we said, top five Friday again, sponsored by whatever the fuck we're drinking now. I got Bud Light. What are you drinking? You're drinking um, your, your, your weed. Yeah, you're weed pet. Yeah. yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like we said, uh, vote on the list, come at us, comment, do whatever. Also, I want to start mentioning this because it's it's important on Spotify and all that. We put our shit out on Anchor. If you're listening to us on Spotify, fucking subscribe. Rate the podcast. Rate the, yeah, the individual episodes. Do that. Go five stars. We know you guys love us. Rate, <laughs> what is it? Rate, view, subscribe. That's like the typical yeah, yeah, fucking know, thing. Man um i'm not a vlogger it just helps well it helps us it helps us get noticed and helps us like get more eyes on the podcast i guess you could say or yeah, ears in course. this case But yeah no if you if you're if yeah, you're seeing us on nice spotify or whatever the fuck you're listening to this on give us a little give us a little uh, a rating you can tell us we suck i don't care just fucking oh, rate it.
0: oh one thing before i forget we actually have our dynasty draft that's starting in an hour mm-hmm. so uh be on the lookout for that i'll, I'll release the team's Connors on I- our team so yeah, it's gonna be a disaster I have no game plan going in but
1: you yeah, know we'll be back we definitely need to do another podcast on Monday um we're gonna try oh shit
0: bro i picks
1: Did, are they playing tonight
0: yeah bro t- tell, Honestly, me, tell them right now i I'm just, I got mine already I'm
1: just waiting I'm just waiting to this for the playoffs at this point I don't even know who the fuck they're playing
0: yeah they but play tomorrow for the- oh no today's Thursday huh <laughs> no they don't they put the- caps
1: the- yeah today's caps,
0: Thursday.
1: what they're playing the caps
0: yeah, no, but I, what's what's the score? Um, I, I to Go play Isles
1: play. Isles four two. First goal. I'll go with my boy Matty Mart. And I'm gonna put Even though I fucking hate this guy, I'm gonna go put Mayfield as a star. I can't Ooh. stand Mayfield. Guy doesn't have the goddamn net. But yeah, no, we uh, we're gonna come back on Monday and yes. um,
0: And I'll sound better and not as loud. Well,
1: that, and we're also going to try and have some of the Boda guys on to do a little draft preview. Um, I don't know whether that's going to be Monday or whether it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, whenever the fuck we're going to record it. But we're going to try and have them on, give you their Browns takes, I guess. I don't know what other teams are. Patriots. Browns, Patriots, and Packers. And And then, like we said, we already gave you our Giants and Colts stuff. And then we're going to try and do something for the draft on Thursday for the first round. Um, We're going to do some kind of live stream or something like that. But keep an eye out for that. And like I said before, rate us. Do whatever you got to do. Fucking subscribe to our channel. I feel like Jake Paul. (laughs) Um, We appreciate you guys listening. And stay tuned for more next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. Peace out.